Welcome back, y'all, to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, because you know how we do, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Um, we not, might not be on Spreaker no more because I think they want somebody. But we're on Pandora. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show. We're coming back with new episodes. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, sister. So good to actually see you. Hey, yeah, this is this is different. Hey, listen, listen. It's been a while. Been, it's been a while. You know why? I just finished eating some uh, leftover Chipotle. Uh-huh. So my, my breath smells like corn chips, but you don't know that. Hey. Isn't this I nice? Because I'm over mm-hmm. here in my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. I told you what I was smelling. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're here. We're doing this live. Or what What do we call this? This is... um. What do we call this episode? This is is this oh we're calling this episode canceled and loving it. Okay. Until okay. we might change it, but I like it. This it's it's a Dave Chappelle homage to Dave Chappelle. Listen here. So let's just get right to the ratchet, shall yep, we? Yep, yep, yep. Now the transgender employees at Netflix, they are reportedly going to uh have a, a walkout on October twentieth in protest of Dave Chappelle's uh recent special the closer which we have all be a seen. runway um if you are a black folk and you haven't seen the closer then you um listen you're 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 canceled you're canceled <laughs> you're canceled <laughs> then you like, are what canceled. are you doing why why did you not to, if i talk to one black person they say like nah that's when you look at them like Boop. like what Certain things we do, it's like paying a tax. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in this case, um, we're all in support of Dave Chappelle, the closer. It was off the chain. Uh, that is my comedian comrade. I got so much love and respect for Dave Chappelle. The closer was off the hook. Did you see it? I, I absolutely did on probably like the first night it was out. Um, okay. So I, I will say this because remember, I I went to see Dave Chappelle a couple of, maybe like a couple of weeks ago in concert. Mm-hmm. Um and he was he was good. It, it wasn't the, you know, we we're Dave Chappelle from the Dave Chappelle show. And right. I was telling somebody like, you're not gonna get that Dave no more. Like, you're not gonna get the Clayton Bixby probably anymore. He's he's evolved. It's another level of, to me, like social commentary comedy, which mm-hmm. you know I feel, and I'm sure you can you can attest to like the comedians. You know, y'all are like the new you know, the journalists and, and the new reporters and, you know, talking about what's what's really going on, what's really going on in the hood. So right. for me, that was, you know, that was Dave evolving and being really who he is, which is, you know, he has a way and that is such a gift because he's he has a way of making some real crazy shit sound mm-hmm. really funny, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's it's. It's kind of crazy, but the way, you know, his comic, pre- the comedic presence that he brings to it is like, I, I don't know how he did it. Bring, you know, the, the old griot way of telling a story, you know, you yes. tell it in parables and mm-hmm. you, you go back to the beginning and, right. you know, to get to the conclusion, like, I mean, I, I loved it. Now, did he, you know, a lot of his, and I, and I feel like people miss the message of what he was speaking about in terms of the transgender community and how he was uh, referencing a friend of his who he had put on yes. you know, to take the stage mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. perform. And, you know, the joke was that, you know, she was so bad, but 
Um, you did good in her <laughs> when, in being. And, you know. But, and, you know, and the tragedy of, of, of the loss of that life, because, you know, she ended up um, committing suicide because mm-hmm. ju- it just seemed like the, the backlash and, you know, Twitter is not a real place. That's what they were saying. Like, saying. Twitter ain't right. real. Um, but you know, a lot of us get caught up in that. So I just, I mean, I, I, I loved it. It's something that I would watch again. Mm -hmm. Um, because I just feel like, you know, Dave is, is one of our national treasure. He's a treasure, like, Mm -hmm. you know, within our community, we need Mm -hmm. to protect him at all costs. Honestly. He was saying a lot. He was saying a lot. He was um, saying a lot and his comedy had substance and it had purpose. And the fact that laughter was, you know, involved was like the bonus because, you know, like he said, like, y'all don't listen. Like, if you would have heard what I said, like, you know, I don't hate y'all. And I appreciate that. He brought out the fact that, like, when it comes to, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and so on and so forth, he's like, as a black man, you know, he called himself Clifford. I like the analogy on Clifford. He was like, you know, we're just jealous of y'all because we, we look at y'all and say, wow, that movement is going so well. That's all he had to say. That's really all he had to say. Like, y'all movement is going so well. Like, look at that, you know? And, you know, he brought up some good facts. Shit, you know, like he brought up the baby. You know, did you know he said the baby's a wild guy? He's a wild girl. And can I be honest with you? I didn't know that about the baby. Uh, yeah. You know you what know, I'm saying? And, and you know, like where, there's where was the uproar in that, you know? Yeah, like, no, listen, like he said before, there's no, like I use the N-word like over, and there's no impunity for that. But when, you know, same thing he was saying about himself, but the minute I, you know, hurt the feelings of someone who's, you know, of that LGBTQ community, oh, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But yet I can use the N-word. Yeah. I, I mean, they said they that. did a count on Dave Chappelle's show. He used the N-word like 5,000 times plus. Oh, my God. And remember, that $50 million was on the table for him so that he could continue mm-hmm. using the N-word with, you know, I mean, we laughed and we joke. And, you know, personally, I don't have a problem with it in that sense, but it's, it's real funny how, right. you know, nobody was in an uproar about that. Right. But you, like right. you said, the minute, you know, we talking about alphabet street, then, uh-huh. it's a, then it becomes an issue. And, um, and your movement is going so well because, you know, the backlash that everybody's getting for, you know, making comments or hurting your feelings. Um, everybody suddenly has these consequences that are like right on you right away. And it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like what just happened? You know, so it's, it's a different day. It's a different era, but yeah, I appreciate him because he even brought up like the uh, YouTube movement and I like that. And he was just like saying how um, if y'all would really, you know, get organized, what you should have done instead of wearing like black matching dresses mm-hmm. <laughs> to, the, to the Emmys, what you should have done was fire your manager, put her in charge, but you didn't do that. He's like, I thought of it. He was like, and then- yeah, the, the, the woman that works in the post up like in, yeah. the, in the basement in the mail room put, put her, her in, in charge. charge you know what i'm saying and then you know then you won't be eaten up by the harvey weinsteins and then he was like and then he was like the man who's gonna organize that would be me but i'm gonna need you to suck my dick <laughs> it's like he's like so then we're back at square one <laughs> <laughs> movement no movement He's such a rascal, but you know, it was all very clever. His, his, um, yeah. his callbacks, um, the way he brought everything to full circle, like you had to be a listener. You can't just be in and out. You got to be a listener. Mm-hmm. He brought everything full circle. So he's a comedic genius and how he does it. And he's using his podium and I love it. So keep it going. But now they will say this, um, Netflix is standing behind him on this and the CEO, Ted Sarandos, I think I'm saying his name, right. He let all the employees know, like regarding this whole thing, like, we are standing behind Dave Chappelle and um, mm-hmm. I think the trans workers, you know, plotting this whole walkout. He let it be known like they're suspended. And, um, you know, I know who you are. <laughs> I know who you are calling them all out. So it's just kind of like, all right, y'all, like, 
you're putting your focus in so many different places, but stop it. Just stop. I'm, know. you know, I mean, like, just, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, but I'm like, but what do y'all want? What is it like? What do y'all, what? And I'm asking you like, but I mean, what is it? Well, he brought up a good point. He said, y'all want to be respected as gay transgender until you remember you need to be white again. Something to that effect. Yeah. It was just like, ah, like always still using that privilege though. So, Mm -hmm. you know, putting that on the forefront too. So it kind of makes me feel like nobody likes an intelligent black man that, you know, tells the truth and puts it in such an eloquent way called comedy. Nobody likes that. Because in reality, if you really want to tell the truth, he's not just talking to us black people. He, he made it, you know, where he's talking to everybody. He said, I hope there comes a day that we can all laugh together. Mm-hmm. That y'all ain't laughing at me. We can all laugh together. You know, like y'all mm-hmm. took shit away from Kevin Hart. He was like, Kevin was Clifford, like the Clifford the dog. You know what I'm saying? It hurt his feelings. He's a strong guy. He got back up. And I was like, damn, Clifford the big nigga. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> White folks better not laugh at that. Right? <laughs> you know. I, so. I just- I loved it. I love it. He's holding it. himself accountable. He's holding yeah. himself accountable. So also, so we love it. We're not mad at it. Um, LGBTQ people, we ain't mad at y'all. However, you know, hey, you got a voice. We got a voice. Like, come on. And if you put that same energy in black men being killed, I promise you, use that. Woo! We'll mm-hmm. get somewhere, but you're not. So, mm-hmm. you know, please don't compare the two. Please, let's not do that. Let's not compare the two. Um, now, I don't know if you saw that uh, Meek Mill has a new album cover mm-hmm. and he's receiving criticism and backlash and uh, his album cover was on, you know, the side of a bus and he had to like confront all of A couple of buses. Stuff. I know there was one um, here in Miami with the artwork. And again, I mean, the operative, it's artwork y'all, but okay. Okay. I saw it. Well, I saw it. okay. So, so mm-hmm. I had to go look at it. Cause I'm like, what is, what is like the big hurrah? And, um, uh, the album is called Expensive Pain. And uh, when's the album drop? Uh, the first. And I'm trying to think of uh, what what was the name of the artist? Because she's, you know. Nina Chanel. Was that her name? Yes. Nina Chanel. Nina um, Chanel is the, is the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen the artwork and she just has uh, a very, um, I don't know, is it vulgar? It's, it's very outgoing. It's very colorful. It's creative. I mean, she has women bending over. What else we got going on here? The little pink uh, chessboard. Yeah, the little, you know, a whole. And I'm just like, you know what? If you watch videos today, point blank period, then Mm -hmm. then how can you look at this and be mad? Like to me, that this was like okay. You know, I'm I'm still I'm again I'm like y'all people pick your battles. You know, I mean personally, you know, is this a piece of art that I'm gonna put up in my living room? Probably not. Um. You know, I I look at it. You know, I I, I realize the aesthetic because it's it's got some you know dollar signs. There's a uh, there's a dirt bike and um, you know maybe the the black woman dancing on a pole and mm-hmm. you know and it's very that's abstract. Work. It's like uh what is there it Pablo go. Picasso sort of very that's abstract. what it reminds me of you mm-hmm. know or you know back in the day we used to take the construction paper and cut it cut. Shapes like out. That's, what yep. that's what it looks like to me. So I'm not taking away from the vision. Obviously, Nina Chanel, she's an artist, and Layers. you know there was expression. You know, I I kind of get what it was expressed. I, you know, but I I hear people just jumping out the window over this. You know, I mean, pick 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 your battles. 
I don't feel like this is a battleground. You know, you don't like it. Close your eyes and walk away. Wait, so wait, me. The, okay, so he responded to this white man who complained. And oh gosh, you was, saw the video, the the video of the white man. I didn't see the man take the torch for the black woman. He's like, no, I need you. But okay. Oh, okay. What he say when George Floyd got killed? I know he was outraged about a bus and painting that was on, but. What did he say when you saw a white man choke out a black man for nine minutes? Did he make the same type of video or did he just uh, want to zero in on that? Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, good point. So like you, like you said, like you got to choose your battles. Like, come on now. But you know who's probably laughing at this? Like on a lighter note, two live crew. Remember that album cover? Oh. That came out? <laughs> yep. They're the reason for the sticker. The for the album. stickers. Remember that? Yeah. And then. Me so, so horny. They, they, Remember that? Yeah. Me so horny. We love you long time. That was, oh, you put that on right now. We'll all start jamming. Like, we could be in the bank in that. Come on. We'd be like. Me so oh, horny. Oh, me so me, horny. Me. That was a good song. And then. It and was. then we did Little Kim's um, album cover. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. What album was that for? Where she was spread with the little uh, girl? Spread Eagle. Uh, what um, was that? Big Mama hardcore? thing. Big, Big Mama thing. Was hardcore. It, was it hardcore? I think it was Something hardcore. Like that. Anyway, that album was that album was bomb. But you know, people had a fit about that, and every dude I knew had like the album, like the poster up in their room. <laughs> you know, so this right here is like, come on, man, like, oh, cut it out, like, stop it, like, don't y'all have like, um, Greek paintings of like naked women? You get I mean, what I'm saying? Just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, it looks like Picasso. Picasso was known Nobody to take a woman's dress and yeah. tear it up, and you know, all in the name of art. So, <sighs> oh boy, but I would like to hear this album, Meek Mills. I do want to hear it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm always, I'm always up for listening. Um, yeah, because it came out October first, the beginning of the month. I got it's already out. Meek is kind of like I, I like Meek Mills. I really do, but sometimes his voice is annoying to me. Sometimes it can be a little bit too much. Yeah, like there are some artists where I be like, Papoose is another one where I'm sometimes when I listen, I'm like, mm. okay, but I'll give it a listen. You'll give it a listen. Then I'll be riding through my old hood, but I'm on that new shit. Well, I don't know what's happening, but um, I would like to hear it. We'll see what he's talking about. Anyway, uh, guess what? In mm-hmm. baby news, so right when I'm like ready to get on this um Zoom with you, I just found out that my sister Scorpio Eve is pregnant, and I, she just I saw oh, I saw the picture with her. She got a gumball baby. She about to have a gumball. Yeah, she revealed her baby bomb, mm-hmm. and she's having her baby um, with uh, her sweater. husband, Maximilian Cooper, and they just announced it uh, recently on IG, and mm-hmm. I just thought that was so cute, and then, you know, she talks about, you know, being a stepmother and how she had, you know, this already family. She was a little bit against it at first, and now she feels so lucky, and I'm looking at this picture with Eve with a whole bunch of white people, and <laughs> I was like, wow, Eve, you come along with the her. funniest thing to me, but- Pit bull in the skirt. She's, you know, and then she says something about hoping that the kids don't go like too far back to like listen to her music because they're excited to have like a rapper in the family. And she was like, oh boy, I was vulgar and cursing, but I'm sure there's worse out today. And I'm like, no, Eve, you're the one who's saying, where my with the bigness? Ah, where my with the hot whips? Ah, where my and living better? That was a jam. Um, I have a lot of jams that Eve, I mean, when she was with Rough Riders, I like that album. We had that one. I got a man that I I think that was cute. She is such a great, it's an inspiring story. Cause you know, I love, I love it. Oh, in, I was the, in the clubs in Philly. Yeah. I, 
Back she's in looking the she started. And and then you know you know what I watch? I watched the Eve show on one of these like channels. Remember she had a show? She had a show, yeah. She has a show now. I, I haven't seen it, but it's her, Brandy, yeah. I think. Brandy. What's her name from um Power? Yes, um, um Tasha from Power, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Tasha from Power. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. All all of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one other one. So I I haven't I kind of want I do want to see it. I haven't I haven't watched it, but has been like long and great people are not really yeah i feel like excuse me she doesn't get the props so she's having a baby and then while i was on a roll i see jennifer lawrence um is having a baby too i like jennifer oh, lawrence she's a hunger, great guy. hunger games jennifer lawrence yes and what was that movie where she was like the gambler's wife or something like oh. you, you were telling me about it and i watched it and she was good i can't remember the name Damn of it, it. But that was good i like her i like I her know, so she can't yeah. remember the name yeah, but I'm happy for her too. So she's having a baby. Oh, Eve's yeah. having a baby. And there's one more person. Pursing. It's okay. Sometimes I get this absent. Accent. What? <laughs> I can't talk. Um, wait, one more person. I have it here. What is her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Not Jennifer Lawrence. Mm, I can't find it. Somebody oh. here. Oh, Elaine Welteroth. Who's that? She's the one. She's a journalist and she's from Project Runway. She's having a baby too. Oh, I don't know her. Yeah. Know she her she name. reminds me, she looks a little bit like um my other Scorpio sister, um, Tracy Ellis Ross. She black? Yeah, Elaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, she's cute. Cur- like big, you know, natural hair, the kind oh, of like the okay. same nose. Right. Yeah, so it was like all this baby news. I was what like, what? All this baby news and everybody got birthday month. Up. Oh my god, how are we gonna celebrate? Oh my everybody god. Everybody got knocked up in the pandemic. <laughs> everybody got Everybody got knocked up. I love it. In I'm so happy for Eve. Oh, Demon. that's so nice. I like it. Yeah, so I'm happy for her because uh, they've been together for, is it 10 years or something like that? It's been a while, right? Yeah. She's gumball, the gumball guy. Yeah, yay, Eve. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you want to get woke? All right. Do we got to sit up? All right. So, I don't have my glasses to put on, but I can get serious. If I have contacts on today. All right. Ooh, special. Mm-hmm. So um, now <laughs> this just, this hit me in a whole nother way. Cause I'm like, are we still going through this? Um, the predominantly black Michigan city, uh, Benton Harbor, they'll finally get a new uh, lead free pipe after three years of contamination. So as we all know, like Flint, Michigan has been going through this whole like water like they, they haven't had clean water, put it like this, in years. And the fact that they are a predominantly black area, you know, and it's spread to, you know, and they're mm-hmm. supposed to be fixing it and this money's going here and there. Um, so I try to like really read into this. And to be honest with you, I don't really have a clear understanding of what's happening. So they finally got, you know, uh, like this $3 million to fix this pipe and it's going to, you know, take time, but they're still advising people like to not you know, drink the drink water, the water. You know, don't cook with it, don't drink it. But they're like, what's up? Are we getting clean water or not? Like what was happening here? So, um, you know, that was pretty much just something that, like I said, we have the pandemic going on. So imagine you have the pandemic and then on top of it, you live somewhere where you have been, I would say neglected and Poisoned. you still have clean water. Poisoned by your water supply. Yes. Yes. For over two years. This or, or or at least when they at least when they found out has been has been uh, two years ago. Right. This is just see, and you know, and then you got people uh, picketing outside of Netflix because of a comedy a comedian's comedy show 
But we, you know, where where's where's the picket signs for this? When people right here in the United States of America, this is not a third world country, right here in mm-hmm. the United States of America, mm-hmm. right, don't have clean drinking water, right? I don't get it. But but go off, y'all, because that's yeah, that that that's something to be mad at right there. Like, and I don't live there, and I just think of um uh, my comedian uh, comrade Hadia, and I know. I mean, for years, I never really understood the magnitude of when she would tell people in the beginning of her set, um, I'm from Flint, Michigan. And, you know, like, oh, y'all don't know, you know, and I just felt like now I'm I'm looking at it like, oh, my God, like that's one thing that hasn't changed, you know, since I can remember. Mm-hmm. And that's a long time. Very, um, very sad. Um, but you know what? I'm glad that there has been something that is that is being done. Yeah, it's, and they it's, said it's, it's gonna take a while for them to even put in the pipes and repair it. So, you know, these these people have been I'm you know, important getting bottled water and I mean, how do you cook? Like how just you I remember back in the day our grandmother used to like boil water, you know, like so we could drink it. You know, you you boil the water. I guess New York water at the time wasn't all wasn't all that, but like ima- you know, imagine like that's a real thing. You 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 have no. to do that. See, I feel like I remember New York water was good. After a while, see, this is what I'm, I'm gonna tell people. I always say this. I was like Giuliani. Giuliani is a lot of you know. He he kind of went off the rockets towards the end. But one thing he did, he cleaned up. That was you're right because the water improved, the streets, the sanitation improved under under him. Just gonna okay. say it. Not, not that I, not that I'm bigging up Giuliani, but yeah, like he definitely he cleaned up the water. That the water was like you could drink it right off the faucet. I, right? I remember that. I right? remember it was like all yeah. the porn shops and everything. He cleaned everything up. He did. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Remember they put the, um, you know, you couldn't jaywalk, so they cleaned the streets. The rats was a big problem. Mm. He he cleaned the subways. Yeah. He did. So- so Julian needs to go use his work since he's going to be off for a little while with that sexual harassment thing. He needs to go down to Flint, Michigan and help out a little bit. Like I have a little yeah, time on Wouldn't, my it, wouldn't hand, it be so. nice? With his yeah, maybe he needs to put on things and get it done. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Have a little time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so moving on. So I, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Uh, it's the buzzword now is gain of function and what that means. So, um, you know, I, I, you and I have had a lot of conversations about the coronavirus and the vaccine and different things. So, I, but I wanted to touch on gain of function because that has been, um, you know, it's a, been a buzzword at a lot of congressional hearings. Um, you've uh, heard different key people in the government speak about it, but no one really understands like what it is. So. Um, let me tell you, I've been doing this extensive research just for myself in terms of, uh, researching, you know, the pandemic, things that are going on and looking for sources of information that is not compromised. I'm saying that lightly because, you know, it's really hard to find some like really straightforward info, but anyway, so I just wanted to kind of talk about a little bit, bring it to our audience, what it meant, what's going on, um, give you my theories on it. If, if that if y'all all right, y'all all right. Okay, so what is gain of function? Gain of function is where uh, you have scientists who study uh, ways to increase the contagion in a virus or in a disease. So they take a disease that has the ability or is not infectious to humans 
and they make it super infectious to humans. And they do this for the reason that they're saying is that they're studying um, or estimating, you know, future threats. So that is the reason for gain of function. So yes, it's a it's a real thing. So gain of function to me and my, my research, I'm I'm listening to this because you can. It, there's a great debate going on um, within in the higher ups with you know is this something that we should be doing? We spend a lot, we spend billions of dollars of our tax money on this this type of study, and for me, what I'm understanding when you when you hear the word gain of function, I mean it sounds really non-threatening. It sounds very friendly, but it's actually, um, it's bioweapon research. That's what's really going on because scientists are taking pathogens. A pathogen is any kind of virus that um, causes you a disease or makes you sick. And they're manipulating it to make it like this, this super infectious disease. And the reason why they're doing it is there's a lot of military testing that is going on within our government. And it's, of course, paid for by our tax dollars. Um, so I did find, if you remember, like a couple of years ago, actually, like maybe like nine or 10 years ago, remember the H1N1? Um, the H1N1 flu, which originally, they, you know, they call it the bird flu because originally it was it, it wasn't airborne. But there were some studies and there were some different manipulations done by scientists to make it airborne. So it transferred from animal to animal. And originally it wasn't it wasn't that way. So this was a huge kind of you know uproar within the science community. And my understanding is that was the reason for this moratorium on gain of function research. In other words, our government just like supposedly shut down any sort of gain of function research. Um, because it was really probably kind of getting too close to okay, what are y'all doing in this lab? What you know? How, what are y'all experimenting with? What what's going on? So, supposedly there was this moratorium, but as I'm as I'm doing my research, I'm understanding that we just really just outsourced the um, uh, the the study, the research. We sent it over to um, Echo Health Alliance, which is run by Peter Dusak. He is um, based in New York, and um, it's been this it's basically an international network of scientists. So what was really interesting in my research was that um, Echo Health Alliance basically contracted the Wuhan um, lab in China, you know, where allegedly COVID-19 was escaped from that. Remember Trump, you know, number 45 was real, uh, you know, clear about the Chinese disease and where it came from. Um, but like I said, what was really interesting was that link was the Echo Alliance, uh, Echo Health Alliance, which got money from the NIH, which I, you know, NIH to me is synonymous with Fauci. Um, but they got money from our government to do this gain of function research um, in Wuhan, China. And in China, it was headed by this woman, Shi Zhengli. Um, she's a virologist, but one of the things she's known for is she's known as the Batwoman because she has been able to do this gain of function research, which, which by taking uh, bat diseases and transferring them, I'm going to say to humans, you know, because that's okay. still up for the up the, for debate. But if you remember, there was a lot of talk about, you know, it coming from a bat. Do you remember that? They were talking yep. about it coming from yep. a bat. Yep. And, um, you know, it's what's really interesting is in this Wuhan lab, which is funded by 
our, you know, it's a it's a non-governmental agency that gets governmental money from us. Um, but they were basically in this lab cooking up viruses, um, cooking up flu, cooking up all kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Virologist. So you know, I'm just, you, you know me, because I can go into a rabbit hole and, you know, I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist theorist. Um, but I, but I always want to back it up with facts. I always want to back it up with the research. So I went even deeper. If you remember back in November of uh, probably, uh, well, this was right at the beginning of the, we're going to call it the pandemic. But if you remember, they were talking about, they were, there were uh, three scientists or a scientist that had come down with these flu-like symptoms in mm-hmm. Wuhan. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, Trump has talked about it before. We, we've heard about it. So that, that part is not a secret. What was interesting, um, what I found was that they, it, within, a, within a span of like three weeks, there was a sample from these alleged uh, uh, scientists who uh, came down with these flu-like symptoms. There was a sample that was sent over to here to uh, a lab in North Carolina. And within three weeks, of, of getting that sample, uh, Moderna and NIH had come up with the, um, with the vaccine based on this alleged sample that got to them probably like three weeks or something before. So look, I'm just, I'm just laying out the information. Um, because what, what also what I found was that the lab in North Carolina, which allegedly got this sample from Wuhan, China, of the original or first outbreak of coronavirus, they signed this um, NDA, they received the sample, and then they then they somehow get their hands on a vaccine within a couple of weeks. So, you know, I'm just bringing up the circumstantial evidence here because I believe there is a link between the virus and the creation of it. Um uh, you know, I re- if you know, you remember Trump was ranting, and you know, I'm not for this guy at all. But one thing was very certain from his mouth was that, um, you know, they were pretty much in there cooking up something. Now, whether it was released accidentally or on purpose, you know, is, know. is pretty much anyone's guess. Um, another interesting fact that I found was that there's a Stephanie Bansell. This is the guy who is right now, he's the CEO at Moderna, Moderna. but um, he was formerly the CEO of BioMoreau. BioMoreau is a French company um, which basically built the Wuhan lab or the Wuhan Institute. Um, another inter- interesting fact that you know everybody understands is that you can't sue um, the vaccine makers, um, even if, for any issues, even if there's death. So they, they have zero liability, you know, full legal immunity. And, you know, me, uh, you know, as a lawyer and I'm looking at this, I don't know anyone, you know, there's there's such thing as legal immunity, but there are different ways in which it's triggered. And then there's time frames and depending on the state. I mean, it's not an all across the board. This is the first time that I've seen where you're talking about full legal immunity where there's no, there is zero liability in the truest, in the truest form, the truest that I've ever seen. Um, so these companies are allowed to make these vaccines and not, um, you know, suffer any sort of, uh, liability if there's any Mm -hmm. issues for it. So, um, you know, I'm just putting this out on the table. One thing I would like everyone to go and watch, um, 
there was a congressional hearing, I think it was in June of last year, where Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, um, he was going back and forth with Fauci, and there was a lot of direct and cross-examination on the benefits and whether there was gain-of-function research actually happening, even though there was a moratorium on it, even though it was it was supposed to be uh, uh, stopped. Um, but it's really interesting to just hear because, I mean, Rand Paul just kind of lets out everything. And, you know, he pretty much implied that, you know, the NIH, which is um, the National Institute of Health here, has been funding gain of function research at the Wuhan lab um, and at a lab here in North Carolina. I mean, it's 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 um, it's in Rand Paul's testimony and he's and he's speaking to Fauci and, you know, Fauci is denying it and and saying that it's you know it's not it's not a real thing so i you know i just wanted to present this you know this is part there's a little bit of my research that that you know i've been i've been looking at um still happening i feel like it's important for people to know what's going know what's going on here as you know and there's another piece of this i'll talk about it next week but know what's going on it's it's a you know what you would think people like, I just can't wait for this thing to be over. I can't wait for this thing to be over. But it's like, no, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. And and all you can really do is continue to do your research. But I start to feel like we are the research. That's the part I don't like. I feel like we are the research. Like we are the 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 dummies. Like we are the ones who are, you know, people are getting fired from their jobs because they're not being vaccinated. And, you know, I, I believe to each his own. I should really, but guess what? No, that's not the case anymore. So it's a whole different type of, um, there's a political term for it, which I can't really put into words right now, but for what's happening is like, what kind of, what kind of new world order craziness is all this about, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's happening. This is happening. And yeah, it's happening. So thank you for that. Time. Thank you for that. And part two, part two, next episode. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to have to go a little deeper into this, into transhumanism which you and I have talked about before, but I'm going to bring it back because okay. um, there's, there's a, there's a loophole here um, okay. that needs to be discussed. So we'll talk about that next week. Okay. But right now. I just want to get into some weekend D. You got it going on. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. Jenny okay. Jenny All right. Get in the All right. Go for it. Tell you all of that, uh, you know, we, we want to be, I want to be serious, you know, and I want to state the facts, but sometimes we're like, man, if we don't get to this D, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's, figuratively. Yeah, that's that's how you feel when you be on a date. You be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like walking yeah. the park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what it is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your mother does, your mother goes to what church? Oh, no, no, no. Bobble headed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, you. Yeah, so go for it. Okay. Anyway, okay. All right. So, um, so here we have a question that was kind of it was it was posed very short and simple, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it to you. So, how much porn is acceptable in a relationship? I feel like he is watching it too much. Oh, that is hilarious. (laughs) Shatara, what say you? Um, I feel like beauty is with the eye. Nobody said I could sing, but I, but I try. 
Um, I feel like beauty is within the eye of the beholder. So to how much porn is too much is depends on you. How much, how many, um, licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? You know, uh, mm-hmm. the, the owl once asked, that's <laughs> when you drop a knowledge on people. <laughs> the owl once asked, how many licks does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? So with that being said, I feel like it really depends on you. Um, is there possible, um, like addiction to porn. Sure. I do believe that some people can take it a little too far. Um, I know that when I was first like introduced to porn, I was so like wowed with it. Like I felt like I was like being able to watch people in different, like, like I feel like I lived in a building and I was able to like peek my head on like everybody. (laughs) And I was just very like, like, I'm not supposed to be looking at this. Like, Oh, that's how y'all do it. Like, and it wasn't even about like, I like all of it. It was just, I was just interested to see like how it all goes down. Like, Mm -hmm. and after a while, all that kind of like, Oh, okay. Like, and that's it. So if you're in a relationship and somebody is constantly watching it um, and then not wanting the, it depends. Do they not want the real thing? Well, then, yeah, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Then what kind of porn? Because it's all, you know what? Yeah. You people know what kind of porn is out here? It's so I, much. They were talking on the radio about some some people who like the cartoon porn, like the emo. The, the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so, people have fetishes. There's so many different things. But I, you know, I feel like it's really like a to each his own. Like if it's bothering you, well, then yeah, then it's too much. There's your answer right there. If it's bothering you, then it's too much. Um, to some I, extent. I, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. So I remember mm-hmm. I was um I was dating somebody and this was like when. Remember, like, there was a time. Do you remember the time when you couldn't watch a video on your phone? And then when it happened, it was like. It changed everybody's life. And I remember <laughs> there was not a minute that would go by. Like he would be watching it on his phone. Like, hey, what are you doing? I'm watching on a right. phone call with somebody. And it's a whole video. It's a whole. Are you serious? Uh, bologna meats all over the place. Like, are you serious? Just everywhere. Like it was wow. to me like it was no. So to me, like, okay, that was too much. Like what, what's going on here? Like, right. um, it was because it was constant. It was just like every every little minute with your with the phone because I, I mean i remember like videos was like a new thing it's like oh you can watch porn on your phone and he it was just like too much so you know it was a conversation like i think that's this is weird like it's weird we in the bed to me and you're on your phone watching porn right to like yeah. get you in the mood like what what is what what's happening because sometimes help, it's help me to help you right you're 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 seeing what you want and like so if i'm not what you want and don't get me wrong i believe in like fantasy like trust me like you go ahead do hey man or what if that's what you like to see like i remember man listen just looking at some real like wow like that's that's what you're doing at 3 p.m like all right like okay well that's okay well and to, a part of me is like whatever like to me that's not really reality so i'm like whatever like and i know men are visually stimulated so there's like, you know, a, a separate, there's a separation going on there. I, However, but I'm curious to know, like, what kind of porn? You know, you I mean, you got, you got pregnant yeah, women porn, you got um, uh, tiny people, little people porn. I mean, not, not saying anything, but it's just like, well, there's a lot of different avenues of this, of this thing. So right what now, you tell, us. tell <laughs> us what, tell us what kind it is. If you can get back to us, we're all ears. What kind of it? Like, I mean, you know, there's. Uh, there's so much porn is there's so fetish much. there's so there's um dominatrix there's, oh gosh and then the oh gosh there's so much that, i mean it, like i said there's so some many of it is like oh you know some of that but look but see even when you say oh you look enough to say oh right oh 
Oh, that's too much. That's too much. Oh, that's too much. Oh, what it look like? Oh gosh! Wow. Mm-hmm. She's serious. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. That's they don't pay you enough. Me. I don't know how much I, you get paid, yeah. but it, I pay them. All right. Some of it is a bit too much, but like okay. I, you know, I I think in a relate, you know, this is it is it healthy within a relationship? Yeah. Sometimes you know, maybe to like create the mood and whatever. Maybe this is something that they could do together. But like I said, I'm a little like. Um, okay. I'm a little like what what kind are you watching? What kind and you watching? if she feels like it's too much, then it is too of much. Course. You're right. And she should have that conversation with him. But if you want to write us back and tell us what kind it is, then we can talk about that too. And we'll we'll key key on that too. But if it's if it's too much, then don't ask us how much is too much. Obviously you don't like it. There you go. Okay. That's it. All right. If the man is watching porn as much as he watches sports, and then, then there is a problem because yeah. my man watches sports all the damn time. And that's okay with me. I don't mind. I pop in, it ain't nothing. But if I come home every time and you got that, the remote in your hand, literally, I'm like, yeah, we got a problem. Yeah. William Shatner's going up to space, people, and we got a problem. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I think we gave her some good advice. Okay, good. Well, can we get to my jam? Sure. Okay, so sure. Big Daddy Kane is going to be in the versus battle. Ah, so um, I am giving it to Big Daddy Kane, Smooth Operator. Yes, um, which 19, still rocks. Which still 1989 rocks. is a Big Daddy Thing album. Um, his original name is Anto- his original name. His real name is Antonio Hardy. All right, he just had a birthday. Um, Big Daddy Kane, and he was oh, also known. Yeah, he was from the Juice Crew as you yeah. know and he's, he's one like of the most influential MC so he's like beyond rapper he's an MC and I think some people forget like the difference so when you listen to um you know certain groups today I feel like they don't really hold a candle to like MCs from that era and I know when I look at the year I'm like oh my god you know how old I was dude I was nine years old when this song came out but guess what I know the words so the funny thing is, you know, yeah, that this was rocking. So, and I like, I mean, this right here, Smooth Operator, I wanted to be in videos and the video hoes at that time, I'm a phone video hoes, they had on like prom dresses and they had mm-hmm. the necks. And my grandma always told me I had a long neck, dun, 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 and that's all they did. And I was like, oh, I can be in videos. I was like, this, this is the man of the album. And the way, so, but he was so smooth. He was in a suit and they say, suit on. he was having he suit. like three piece suit. Listen, Chris Rock was in the video for a few seconds, getting a haircut. Y'all know that it was so quick he was oh, so quick yeah. and, um, you know he representing brooklyn and as you know if you listen to jay-z you could see where okay like he was influenced see, a lot. literally every rapper that came after you see the big daddy King influence come you on can hear I, it. I mean, you can hear it everybody mm-hmm. i see it at 50 cent yeah um, a, a lot of the rappers, you know, pay. Many. They need to pay homage because he he definitely paved the way. Smooth, he was so sexy. he was so smooth with it, and he danced, and he wore smooth, a dance. and smooth operator was split. And let me tell you something. He spelled his name, and to this day, I be like the B the the B I B A D D Y K A N D. plenty. So I have to like stop and think. I'm like, wait a minute, like the B I G D A double D Y K A N E. The way he see Big Papa made easy for us. B I G. Mm-hmm. Get it, Biggie. Like it was very easy. Uh-huh. You know I mean? Big Daddy Kane, you had to rewind that. Like now, I'm gonna get this together because the way he felt it, he had you like boom, boom, boom. They so was anyway, doing that. that sincerely day. yours, the smooth operator. Because I'm so smooth. Okay, so that's it. I love it. I love it. Yes, Big Daddy Kane is definitely, and you can still Woo! when I get in the car tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to that. 
because I'm so smooth. Got well, it. He, he is. He is. Pay, home, you. pay homage because you. he's definitely he was he was the uh, an innovator. He was he really he really I don't want to say was because he is. Yes. For the masses. Like he he did a lot. So absolutely. Okay, that was a good one. I love like it. Yay. All right. All right. Well, guess where we are. Oh. Wang. <laughs> you cry like the baby. <laughs> no, not like the baby. No, no. I do not like the baby. All right, y'all. We have come to the end. So please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. Listen to us on iTunes and Google Play and SoundCloud and iHeartRadio and Spreaker Stitcher Cast Pod. Tune in and Spotify and Pandora, too. You just tell your Pandora and they'll find us. Hello. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. We're coming back with new episodes very, very soon. Yes. And Chitara, what else we got to let them know? Yes. If you have a question for the Weekend D Report, if you want to keep to date, keep up to date on all my upcoming comedy shows, as well as our podcast and TV events, yes, it is on and popping. Please get social with us, get in our DM, talk to us. We want to talk to you. You can follow us on Instagram at twistpod, T-W-I-S-P-O-D. And you can go to our website at www.twistpod.com. Send us an email at that's what I'm saying podcast at gmail.com. See, I gave y'all every angle. You have no excuse. No excuse. So as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, it has been a pleasure seeing y'all. And we love you. Thank you. Peace. Stay healthy.